being a very talented and gifted musician, you've been into a couple of competitions. What, what's something that people don't understand about these competitions or they don't know about these competitions? Um, every competition is kind of has its own little particular things, but, um, a lot of the times there's, um, like there's certain rules sometimes that are kind of quirky. Like, um, when I'm filming a video, a lot of times you have to, when you, when you're applying for a competition, you have to look at all the rules because there's certain requirements you have to meet. You have to sing this kind of repertoire. You have to sing in these kinds of languages. You have to sing, um, you can sing these areas, but only if they're in this language or you can sing this, you know, it's kind of very specific, you know? Um, and then once you prepare the music for that, and then most of the time you have to send in like a video. Mm. And when you send in a video, they have different requirements. Like, you know, separate the two songs. If you record two songs, but then separate them. So you put two videos on and then get a, an angle as close to you as possible. And then the pianist can only have original copies. Or if there's a page turner, you have to make sure they're not in the shot. Or you have to, it's like all wow. these, all these rules. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of a quirky thing that I don't think, it takes a lot of work actually to do kind of one of those things, but. And then, um, and then you go, if, if you get called back most of the time, I mean, I did a competition where it was the how the how Leonard, <coughs> excuse me, the how Leonard vocal competition was all online. It was the first vocal competition to be all online. And so I just submitted a video and that was it. They told me, you know, I, thank God that I won. I, I was able to win first place, but they, they just tell me afterwards, but I just applied to a competition um, in Boston, the Classical Singers Music Competition. It's happening in Boston. It's like this convention of like, mm. I don't know if anybody knows about like NAM. I don't know if you right, heard about yeah. NAM. It's like, you know, all the best of the best, like musicians and music companies. Like, I mean, if you want to get a guitar, there's like a thousand, yeah. you know, guitar companies there and saxophones and whatever, whatever. I mean, whatever you want, recording, all that. There's one of those things, but for classical musicians and it happens every year. Oh wow. That's and awesome. this year's in Boston. And, um, so I, I filmed a couple of videos just the other day to send over there and they're going to, you know, send me an email. It's like, congrats, you've been accepted. Now I have to go there if they, you know, if I get accepted. Which and, you are. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, I go and then I have to sing for like two or three rounds. Yeah. Like the first yeah, yeah. round is like live. They, they, and then they, the judges, they, mm. you know, uh, most people, what most people don't know about competitions too, is that like, it's funny being um, a musician because you literally get on stage and a lot of times when you do master classes or competitions, you're getting on stage for the purpose to be judged. You know, most people don't like to be judged, but as a musician, you have to be vulnerable to that all the time. And mm. that's why a lot of people, it being a musician is hard. It's very hard emotionally. And mm. like, um, it's very stressful because you constantly hear, either rejection or criticism and it's just like it's part of the culture mm. i mean you i go i'm going on that stage so that judges can write comments about me it's like oh you did this right i didn't like this you did this i think you can work on this and this and then you go and you practice that mm. for the next time and hopefully you could win that time you know and that's that's kind of the scary part of it stand yeah. on stage it's like just a little group of judges and poof, the light turns on it's your turn give oh, us wow. what you got you know and yeah. so that's kind of like the scary part of the competition but so the the feelings when you perform or is there maybe less anxiety when 
perf- when doing a performance, a school performance versus a competition? Or would you say it's kind of like the same thing? Um, I guess it's kind of, well, dep- I mean, depends what kind of performance, oh, you know, but, yeah, yeah. but if, I mean, like, let's say if we're going to compare the opera we're doing right now, you know, I was pretty, I was pretty anxious the first night for the opera. Mm. I was like making sure I knew my words. And before I went on stage, I was opening the book and I was like practicing my German. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then <laughs> when I'm on stage and then I ended up actually, since I was so worried about it, I ended up missing a couple of things. And then the next day, um, Sunday when we did it, I showed up and I was relaxed. I was like, you know what? I know this mm. and it's mm-hmm. fine. And I did better on stage oh, that's awesome, that yeah. day. But it's it, you know when if someone tells you that they have no nerves then they're lying <laughs> if someone says oh yeah i don't get nervous then they're, mm-hmm. they're lying everyone every, every musician has every performer always has some nerves you know mm. that's like that if you have nerves and you're dying of nervousness like that's common you know and it actually helps if you have a little bit of you know a little bit of this rush like oh my god i have to do good oh my god what am i gonna do mm then it helps you, you know, but, and that helps a little bit for competitions. But I remember in one competition, I did the Redlands Bowl, uh, Redlands Bowl Young Artist Competition, which I also, thank God I, I was able to win that too. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, um, I, um, I remember like an hour before, two hours before we went to go eat because we were starving, but it's like in about an hour and a half, like an hour and a half before the whenever I have to sing, I can't eat anymore. My my body's just like, mm. nope, shut mm. down, punk, nope, nothing. And and I was just like so nervous, and I was just like so cold. My body came so cold, and I was like sh- like sh- basically like shaking, shivering. Like couldn't eat. I couldn't do anything. So freaking nervous. And then when I show up to the competition, I get on stage, and then my nerves are gone. No but, way. but it's like an That's hour and a half, yeah, an hour before I'm like a wreck. Wow. And then when I'm on stage, I'm like, okay, I made it. I'm here. I'm just going to do the best I can. Forget mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. And then I did. And so I, I sang my two hours, whatever. I was like the first one. I sat down on this chair and it was like this relief. And I was like, oh, I can take, I could just sleep. I, just, I don't even, I don't even care who won. I just yeah. want to sleep. And then, you know, later they tell you, I was like the first one they announced to. They're like, oh, Andy Leon. I was like, what the heck? I, don't, uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting anything. I was sleeping. Probably. Man, that's amazing. But, um, you know, it did. Nerves is just, just a part of your life mm-hmm. as a musician. Mm-hmm. You have to get used to it. It's like a friend. Mm. You know. What are the best and worst parts of being a vocalist? That's a good question. Um, <sighs> the best part and worst part is also the same mm-hmm. thing because it's like a blessing and a curse. Because when you're on stage, um, there's something about the voice or something about just singing in general is the connection you can make with someone who's listening to you mm-hmm. is I think unparalleled other musicians and their instrumentalists, they can connect with the audience, but they're going through a medium. You know, if you're, and you're if you're playing, if you're a pianist, you're communicating your feelings through a big black box and people have to understand what you want to say through that big black box, you know, through the hammers that hit the strings, you know, all this kind of mechanisms in between your hands and the piano and then the, and the audience. And, um, even like, even me that I, I play saxophone too, when I'm playing saxophone, I've, you know, I can really feel something. I could really, I could really put my heart and soul into, into like playing and it'll touch people. 
but there's another element when you're singing in the voice where it's just you. You know, it's just you. It's whatever you are, everything you are, everything your voice is, your language. That's another thing that other instruments can't do is mm-hmm. language. Mm-hmm. I could, I could, my words could actually touch somebody. And that's, I think that's the biggest blessing. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest, like, that's the diamond in, in singing is that you can communicate like no other thing. And that's why people, it's so natural. Being, singing is a part of the human life. You know, we sing happy birthday every time right, people yeah. celebrate their thing, their birthdays. We sing when we're sad. We sing when we're happy. We sing in the shower. We see you heard a good song. You just, mm-hmm, doing it. <laughs> singing along, you know, in, yeah. the, in the car, how many people turn on the radio and they sing along? I mean, singing is a part of a human ex- expression. And when someone does it very specially um, and you hear it and you're like, wow, it's, it's, that communication is special to singing. Mm. But at the same time, being so vulnerable is also the curse mm. because you're on stage and literally it's just the most vulnerable. Any, I think the most vulnerable anybody can be is on stage, front of everybody, ready to just sing something or just present something, talk or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. It just, you just have to open yourself up. And as a singer, you kind of have to get used to that, you know? And some people thrive doing that you know but other people it's hard mm. but that's that's probably the biggest blessing and curse all rolled in one <laughs> another thing another 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 bad thing is this is just technical things like you know when when you're in like a recital doing a, a singing recital you're expected to go up on the stage everything memorized including the language wow. everything pronounced exactly right every note there and you know and you can't mess up anything but then violinists can go on stage and they have music yeah. and they have a stand and they can read music. But if a singer is reading from a stand, it's like, Oh God, he doesn't know his stuff. You know? Wow, so it's yeah. like a double standard there yeah. that kind of mad about, but whatever we can, we can, <laughs> we can, we can, we can fix that. Do you see a future for yourself within singing? Yeah. I mean, I hope to, um, after this, I hope to apply for graduate school conservatories, you know, all across the country and uh, hopefully get a master's degree. Go to like um, we're looking at ones like you know like Yale School of Music or Juilliard or whatever you know all those big names you know so fancy oh <laughs> la la but um uh, you know just to get good some good training and get um you know a master's degree and then after that you know it's hitting the stages you know doing big big time competitions mm-hmm. and I would love to record one day and do be on stage in opera and. Why Broadway? Why not? I mean, do I like all kinds of music? So I like to f- fuse a lot of my different backgrounds, and why not? You know, I like I, wherever God leads. But I know that first, I have to just t- develop my talent as far as I can take it. Mm. Is there a piece of advice that stayed with you when you were in the process of becoming who you are today with singing? Is there anything particular that stuck with you? One of the best advice, pieces of advice that I received was, I think, from my dad who said that you never know who's going to be listening. You never know who's going to be the audience. doesn't matter if there's three people there. doesn't matter if there's 3,000 people there. You never know. You have to perform the best every time 
every time you perform has to be the best time you perform because you never know. Mm. And that, and that, and I find that to be true. I mean, I was at a, a house party, um, and I was just, I was, I was singing there. They invited me to sing. It was, um, this like, this like dinner party that they had. There was maybe like 15, 20 people there. I mean, maybe like 15 people or something like, yeah. you know, a little crowd. And I sang, I sang, I thought I sang really well. And, you know, I didn't think much of it, but one of the people there, um, happened to be in the board of the Redland Symphony. And he recorded me singing And he had a couple of videos of me singing And he sent those videos to the director Of the Redland Symphony Who is uh, Ransom Wilson Who happens to be one of the greatest flute players In the world and is faculty at Yale School of Music He saw my videos He was impressed And he sent them to the Yale School of Music opera director Who's Doris Yara Cross He sent it to her She saw the videos and then they started like a, a emailing me. I got an email first from Ransom, from Jim, and then pretty soon I was talking to the Yale School of Music opera director, and then they were wondering if I could, you know, go study there. And they wanted they want they emailed me to go study there. Well, when does that happen? It's a hookup from heaven, you know. Yeah, that's intense. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying this story to to like toot my own horn, you yeah, know. Yeah. But I'm just saying that you never know. Right. You know, you absolutely never know. Anything could come out of anything. And that's how God works in such weird, mysterious ways, you know? I mean, I don't deserve any of that. I don't deserve any of that. I don't even know where that would come from, but it happened, you know? Mm -hmm. So you never know. And that that's something that you can apply to life, too, you know? You always have to be on your game. You have to be always a good person. You always have to treat people well. You always have to have a be nice, be courteous, have a smile. This is, you know, this world, this life in this world is too little to, you know, not be like that all the time because... You never know. You never know who whose life you could help. You never know whose day you could make. You never know what could come at you from being, you know, yeah. on your toes. So, all right. So we're gonna do something new on this episode. We're gonna talk. You, you. We're gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna shoot you some rapid fire questions. Okay. And yeah, uh, hopefully we'll get people to know you a little bit better. <laughs> all right. Sweet. So first I'm one. Scared. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a introvert or an extrovert? I think most people would think that I'm like really extroverted mm. because of all this performing and stuff. Maybe because of all the performing and extroverted things I do. Mm-hmm. I like to go out and with friends and stuff like that all the time. But I also have my introverted side. I need like some time alone to just, you know, meditate and and absorb the uh, the aura of the universe and, mm-hmm. and think about just a bunch of random th- or nothing at all. Yeah. I love to be in my nothing box and just stay in there and just, just be dead as like... Yeah. So what's the last awkward situation you've been in? The last awkward situation I've yeah. been in? Oh, gosh. Uh, we were in this music project thing and with all these people and... We did we did like an okay job, but like they weren't that prepared for the recording session. Mm. A lot of us weren't that prepared for the recording session, and so <laughs> like yesterday they they brought in the director of and the guy who wrote the arrangement, and he comes in and he was like, "I was furious at the recording <laughs> session because none of you were prepared and all this." And he just totally shredded us oh, apart. Uh, we were just sitting there like, oh, God, <laughs> "What do we say? I don't know." What to- <laughs> that was a little awkward. Like you know that silence afterwards. He was done and just like. Mm. <clears throat> Uh, any questions? I was like, cricket. Oh, wow. Cricket. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty awkward. 
what is your jam right now? My jam right now. Yeah. Ooh. I uh <laughs> the last well the last thing I jammed out into the car was this morning. Mm. I was playing um uh, I love salsa music. Okay. My okay. dad is Cuban, my mom is Colombian. So um I grew up listening to Mark Anthony and all these like and like Ricky Martin and all these like Salceros, you know, and I was in my car. I was playing Ricky Martin. I mean, not Ricky Martin. And Mark Anthony Aguanile from the from the movie El Cantante. Mm. And also, I was listening to a record by a new record by um, uh, oh, I forgot his name now. Gosh, but it was really good. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome music. What What's your wallpaper on your phone? If you don't mind sharing. Oh shoot, my wallpaper. Well, I think on the inside it's really basic, but like on the outside, it's just um. It's of right now. There's like stuff on it, mm-hmm. but there's it's of Florida, Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Last time I was there, um, it's like a, you got a shot. It's like a well, that's awesome. It's like the canal, you know. You can make it with this new iPhone 10. You can make a move. You can just like <laughs> <laughs> so cool. What's the last thing you googled? The last thing I googled. What was the last thing I googled? <laughs> Can I check? Yeah, for sure. I don't know what the last thing I Googled was. Oh, okay. The last thing I Googled was Ricardo Muti. I don't know if it, you guys know who that is or if anyone doesn't know who that is or if you know, but he's the um, he's the current conductor of the Chicago Symphony. Oh, wow. And he's at the Chicago Symphony. He's been at the Chicago Symphony for like six years, but before that, he was at Teatro a la Scala in Milan for 20 years. And that's like the greatest opera house in the world. So he's like... A legend to say the least. Yeah, He's like the yeah. one of the best of all time, and I was like looking, looking mm. him up. Scrabble or charades? Charades, dude. That's awesome. Definitely, I'm I'm all about that. <laughs> Improv acting life. I yeah. love that. <laughs> Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Uh, That's too basic, bro. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> one word that you're guilty of saying too often. Oh. I think I say like, really or yeah, mm. a lot. Yeah, Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like in a conversation. I'm like, oh yeah, oh really, really, oh mm. yeah. Mm. I'm like, oh shoot, I gotta stop saying that. <laughs> 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 who's the last person you called or texted? Or who's the last person that called or texted you? Oh, sorry. I just been texting Jonathan Mora. Okay, okay. Who graduated last year? For yeah, those shout out to Jonathan. I know. <laughs> shout out to Jonathan Mora. He's an unbelievable pianist who right now is yeah, at Juilliard, sure. nonetheless. You know, and um, in uh, New York City, killing the game. He's back now, just for a couple of weeks. So we're gonna get some lunch. But other than singing, what would you, what would be your hobby? Oh God, you know, I was thinking about that the other day. Cause I was like, what would I, what would I be without music? Am I anything else besides a musician? But, um, I don't know. I love history. I love language. You know, I might've been, I might've been an actor. Maybe I can see that. I mean, I might still be an actor. Who knows? Yeah, for sure. But, <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. Something like that. Something still yeah. creative, but I love language. I love like history. I love like drama, all that stuff. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles. I'm not about the pancakes too. Much. <laughs> not that I don't like pancakes. But yeah, yeah. Why would you have a pancake if you got a waffle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Winter <laughs> or summer? Summer, dude. Are you kidding me? Oh my god! I would I, in the winter. I shrivel up and die. Mm. I'm like a lizard. 
I need the sun, bro. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. I'm just like, oh, right now I'm suffering. It's not mm. even that cold outside. How cold is it outside? <laughs> it's like is it 50s yeah, yeah. or something like that. I'm yeah. like freezing my buns off. Yeah. Uh, are you a night owl or a early bird? I don't remember the last time I went to bed before midnight. Yeah? I don't remember the last time. I mean, oh, wow. I don't know if it's ever happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a night owl. I mean, the mornings, I'm like Dracula in the morning. Yeah, I get yeah. up and I'm like... <laughs> Shut, shut the windows <laughs> The sun's burning um, But yeah I'm, I'm Now I had This quarter I had to get used To getting early though Because I had a 7am class mm, mm. Oh god almighty That's but, intense Yeah pray for me What's your favorite snack? Mmm Mmm What is my favorite snack? You know I love Going to Eagle's Nest And getting those Maui Onion mm. Chips Mmm those are good. <laughs> I love those. Mal- and I would get those every time. I'm upset when they don't have them. Sometimes they don't have them. Oh, man. But I also They're love cookies. Up. I think we'll wrap it up here. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about or say to the audience that is listening, the campus? Well, um, I mean, thanks. For, if you've listened this far, thanks for I know, right? Thanks for Shoot. wanting to listen to my voice. I mean, <laughs> I appreciate oh. it. I can't, I can barely even listen to myself talk, but if you listen to this whole thing, thank you. Um, and also, uh, keep a, uh, keep an ear and an eye out. We're always doing things at the music department, yeah, for you know? Sure. Um, we got a bunch of things going on. I think April 22nd is alumni homecoming weekend. Oh, We're wow. doing, I, I also won the concerto competition recently that we had here at school. So thank God I was fortunate for that. And um, I'm going to be performing because I won the competition on April 22nd. Mm-hmm. Um, in the evening, I believe, I think it's a Sunday. So come out to that. I'm going to do full orchestra and we're doing Beethoven's yeah. Nine and there's a bunch of crazy, crazy cool things. And a bunch of, so just keep your eyes, ears and eyes out. And yeah, don't, don't stop believing yeah. in your dreams. I feel it. I know it's so cool corny but the dreams do come <laughs> no, no, through that's, that's it's, it really is true yeah. so so uh, if people that are listening want to how can they get connected with you you have a website do you have oh, a man. social media you know what I just opened up my website oh, nice. like a yeah. few weeks ago um, you can go anthonyleontenor.com and that's me um, also I just opened up a Facebook page Anthony Leon and on Instagram you can find me Anthony Leon too um and yeah, just keep updated with me. I'm always going to, I'm going to be posting a bunch of stuff. I'm really terrible at social media, but I'm going to learn. Um, and hopefully put some videos up and some pictures and you, you can see my life. You know, sometimes it's pretty interesting when I get to go out and do crazy cool concerts and stuff like meet yeah, crazy people and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Well, there, there you guys have it. Uh, thank you for stopping by. I think it was awesome. Buddy, it was a pleasure, man. It was a pleasure. Hey guys, thank you for checking out this episode of the Criterion Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and gained a lot of value from it. Now, please go out and share this. If you really found value from it, um, send it to a classmate or two <laughs> and uh, go over to Instagram and follow us at Criterion now.